Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And on our tough questions for the day, we are going to be looking at, should children be punished for their parents' sins? Now, as a former baby myself, (laughs) (laughs) right, um, I want to know, was I punished for the sins that my dad did? And will my son um, or daughter be punished for the sins that I commit? You know, so it's an interesting question. We actually read about it a little bit in Ezekiel, which who we will be covering that on Friday and on Sunday. So if you're reading ahead in Ezekiel 18, um, you'll find uh, this scripture and this question which arises. And that is, should children be punished for their parents' sin? Yeah, and as a forming baby myself. Oh, you were one as well? I was. Dude, that's That's crazy. I want to know the answer for this too. Um, but Ezekiel 18, 19 through 20 says this, yet you ask, why does the son not share the guilt of his father? Since the son has done what is just and right and has been careful to keep all my decrees, he surely will live. The one who sins is the one who will die. The child will not share the guilt of the parent, nor will the parent share the guilt of the child. The righteousness of the righteous will be credited to them and the wickedness of the wicked will be charged against them. So like this principle of of children not dying for their parents' sins and children not being um, punished for what happens before them is all throughout the Old Testament. In in Deuteronomy 24, it's in Jeremiah, um, but yet we also see that that there's a couple times where kids do die for their parents' sins. Like um, King uh, David. Yes. Right? King David and Bathsheba, they had a kid Mm -hmm. out of the sin of that, their first kid died yeah um and then we see saul because saul um went ahead and and destroyed an army um god punished him by killing his seven grandkids right so we see that because of their sin their kids die and it is law that like this is in deuteronomy it is built into the law that kids should not die for their parents sins if a kid is just and right and righteous that they should not die for what their parents did i mean if the kid is doing the same exact things which generational sin is a whole nother topic that we could get into some other day yeah um but if they're doing the same thing then that's a different story but if the kid is not doing it then why should why should they die um and this is a this is a tough one because we see that the law for the israelites was that the kid should not die for say their parents committing adultery or their parent going ahead and and going to war. But the one thing that that we need to remember is is this idea that all decisions are not necessarily made by like a human court. Like this law was put for humans to to manage, to navigate, to show sin, to show where they needed God. Like this law was given for humans and God some at times is outside of that. Like he, the reason that David and, and Bathsheba's kid, like that was an intentional, purposeful justice almost for the sin that David had committed. Like David with Uriah, he, he slept with his wife, 
Had Uriah come back, tried to convince him to sleep with his wife, he wouldn't because he's an upstanding man who wanted to continue to fight. So David then sends him to the front of the battle to go, go die. And you're like, yeah, Anson, but there's that sins like that all over the Bible, which, again, that is the challenge when we look at these things. But God viewed it as such in such a grievous sin that he was like, there needs to be justice for this, and this right. was the justice that was paid. And then same thing with Saul. Saul went ahead and destroyed an entire army that God told him not to just because he could, just because he wanted to. So God creates justice. Um, And that justice, like a lot of the tough sayings and hard questions that we've talked about, are hard to navigate because it's like, well, it's still killing someone. It's Mm -hmm. still ending a life. Or in in the case of Saul, it's ending Saul's seven kids' lives. Right or seven grandkids life. So, but navigating that and getting around our heads around that sometimes is, is challenging. Now we do know that God is outside of our thoughts, outside of our, our understanding. If we were relying on our own understanding for decisions and decision-making, we'd be in some decent trouble. Like that wouldn't be um, what we would desire. But um, it is important for us to realize that this law was given for us, yet God is a loving, God is a just God. Like we see injustice all around us, like mm-hmm. that breaks God's heart because right. he is just. And another thing is that sins like these, like if someone, if God knows someone's going to turn and, and, and come to him later on in life, he doesn't necessarily stop them in the very moment. From, yeah. Like the, he doesn't stop the fact that there will be consequences. Sometimes he uses consequences. So sometimes he uses things like this to be like, "Hey, this isn't right. right. This isn't good. This this should make it clear how how you need me. How yeah. how you are outside of of the line um, of the line of 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 whatever. I don't know what the word I'm thinking of, but mm-hmm. outside of the line of God's direction." Um, and I think it, it reminds me a little bit of when we talk about like this idea, do we, are, are we kids responsible for their parents' sins? It reminds me a little bit of, of faith in a sense, like growing up in the church, there's a lot of, a lot of people and a lot of kids who kind of attribute themselves to be believers because their parents are right. They're like, Hey, I grew up in a Christian home, so I'm a Christian. It's not really how it works. Yeah. Like you, you are a Christian because you have professed, you have put your faith and trust in Jesus, not because your parents have. Similarly, like you are a sinner because you sin, not because your parents have sinned. Right. Um, and we're responsible, and the consequences of our sin will show themselves to us. Yeah. Um, but then we do see on small occasions, on little occasions within Scripture, that God has intervened because his justice is what needs to be brought mm-hmm. on more than the justice that we can actually enact ourselves. Yeah, and I love that God has flipped the script on this in that we are children, mm. he is our father, mm. and we are the sinful ones, but he's taken um, the punishment for our sins as the father. So he's taken this script and totally done a cool little flip on it and stuff. So, mm. uh, I think, uh, that, that you mean, should be up there on Sunday preaching. <laughs> yeah. Right. With this voice. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hey, a <laughs> little more Morgan Freeman S right. Yeah, exactly. I need a few cough drops. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, definitely interesting scripture to read kind of jumps out at you as you're reading through Ezekiel, which a lot of these, um, kind of, uh, major minor prophets, uh, as we're closing out the Old Testament, are just 
uh, some interesting stuff kind of pops up because you're reading about how the Israelites are behaving and there's all these odd punishments and things like that. And it can seem very, very depressing. Um, but hope is on the horizon because New Testament is coming up. Sure yeah. is. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining today. Anson, thank you for uh, diving deeper into this. And we hope that you join us on Friday as we look uh, to the book of Ezekiel and the prophet of Ezekiel. And then we'll be in on Sunday to hear a great message from Doug Melder. See you, Anson. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.